Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And what's up, guys? Welcome back. And it always does this sh- this shit. It always, always, always does this, where my chat doesn't want to show up. It's annoying. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Today is September 13th, 2015, Sunday. And this is the Sunday Dose. <laughs> kind of messed up there on that one, did I? My name is Obi-Wan-X2, and with me today for for the moment... I'm sure there's probably going to be more. Yogi will probably jump on here, hopefully. I think Fatal, I don't know what he was doing. He was going to jump on here. Uh, I believe Black Dragon was going to jump on here, I believe, too. So we're going to be talking more esports, um, getting more into the other kind of games and, you know, kind of what it takes to get and make it into the esports as a, you know, as a personal player and yet as a team. And then we're going to be ending with the uh, with uh, some of the Road to BlizzCon uh, tournaments and games that's being played. Um, yes, hello. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. While I kind of fix chat at the same time, what's going on? Um, for the love of the kill, how you doing, man? Good, you? I'm doing great. So, uh, what you been up to the last time I talked to you? Yes. <laughs> uh, what I've been up to is, is playing LOL as always. And streaming it a couple nights, of yeah, course. Right. Well, I, I will I will tell you this right now that me and you'll probably have to have a little conversation. Because um, I don't want to put this out to everybody. So I'll, I'll talk to you after the show about it. Uh, I should have said something to you before, but yeah, it's okay. Um, having to do with League of Legends. Yeah, that's all we're going to say. I don't want to get hounded too much. But uh, we we also have we also Yogi jumped in the channel real quick. He's here. Are you uh, are you able to speak yet, sir? Baby, how are you doing, man? Did I come just in time? You're here, dude. We just started. I just uh, took the Browns to the Super Bowl. Pretty proud. Yeah. Did they win? They they definitely won. They, they made won. it all the way. Did I watched my team take a twenty-one to three lead in the first half and then lose it in the second. So uh yeah, go Lions, piece of crap. Um <laughs> That's but, the Lions for you. 
Well, they'll, yeah. they'll lose a game they should win, and then they'll win the game they shouldn't win. It's like, huh? Like they were up, they were up twenty-one to three at the end of the uh, near the end of the second half, and then they scored a touchdown, so it was twenty-one ten, and then twenty-one thirteen at halftime. I was like, okay, they'll score another touchdown. They've been they've been great all day. Well, no interception, underthrows, overthrows, not throws at all. I mean, just the little things. But I can say that the Lions did do some good stuff today. But we're not here to talk about that those kind of sports. Not not the real-life sports that you are very physical about. We want to get into the eSport. E stands for electronic. <laughs> for those that don't know. I didn't know for a while until I was like, what's the E for? And then it was like, somebody's like, uh, duh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but we're going to get, we're going to get into it. And electoral um, sports is when, uh, the politicians fight each other, right? They go bare knuckle. We got a little flying plane. Well, That'd be interesting. Watch <laughs> that would be fun. That's what I, that's what they should do. Like uh last man standing for the politicians. And then like the one that survives, Hey, you're president. Yay. Yeah, but is there like 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 blood or you know uh, weird language or anything like that involved? Because if they're not, people's not going to watch it. Just saying. Yeah, they need to have uh, hitting below the belt. Uh, eye gouging is perfectly allowable. Oh, okay. Pitching your nipples, go for it. Everything's cool. You just can't kill someone or or, or chop off body parts. That's the only thing. Wow. That's a little <laughs> too much. That that was a little overboard. I can't. I can't say that. That was kind of a little overboard. <laughs> I say you can't do that. <clears throat> Pinch the nipples, a little purple nipple, put people in their place. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, Obama will go. Hmm, maybe that. I should reconsider this Affordable Health Care Act. <laughs> well, guys, we do want to get right into it because we never have enough time at the end of the show. So we do want to make sure we give big shout outs to, of course, none other than geekantics.net. If you guys want to see anything or be a part of anything all geeky, come join us, guys. Geekantics.net. Uh, previous guests on the show, of course, uh, Thor DG, Pyro Insane, Locksmith, Goalie Man for the Win, and Linkwall. Um, and then, of course, some uh, community that I, I do adore and love, uh, gaming, Gun and Gamers. And, of course, you guys in chat that keeps us so, so on our toes, let's just say. We, we we love you guys on our toes. We love them, love them. Um, <clears throat> and just like always, and I want to do this really fast because, um, but I, I've already told these people that I was going to shout them out and, and say something every podcast. So um, you guys want some, uh, some, some cool gear, you guys can go check out uh, GG Culture and Apparel. I know we have a Jinx for uh, Heroes of the Storm uh, uh, gear and stuff. But this is if you don't want that, you guys can go check that out. And, of course, if you need some cool um, or some, um, some, uh, I guess, cheap. Uh, we're cheap bastards, right, guys? So we want the cheap stuff. So if you guys want some affordable gaming glasses, you guys go to No Scope Gaming Glasses and uh, get some. Uh, they got some really cool frames. More coming out. And, of course, on GG Culture, it's uh, more shirts coming out, too, because there's only, like, six. So you'll be seeing them on my stream here shortly. But, anyway, moving on. We're done with that. Well, we do want to make sure, though, too, because we are geekyantics.net um, uh, podcast. We want to make sure that we give shout-outs to, of course, the Geeky Antics sponsors real fast. Yogi, you want to name those off real fast? 
Oh, yeah. So Shiny Prints, uh, they do metal prints of anything. Mm -hmm. If you're a photographer, if you're an artist, or if you want to give a really awesome gift, uh, you could print whatever you can think of on metal. Just go to geekyhands.net forward slash shiny prints or geekyhands.net forward slash weddings for those that are, mm -hmm. are getting married or know someone is getting married. Uh, cool thing there for people in that, in that space. And uh, you mentioned earlier Jinx. Uh, we have, they have Heroes of the Storm apparel and other gamer and geek apparel. Uh, that's geekyhands.net forward slash uh, Jinx. And all our other sponsors can be found at forward slash sponsors. Pretty easy. Sweet. Um, I'll get those links for the other two um, because they're not. They're gonna. I, <clears throat> I don't know if we're gonna have a conflict of res, you know, a, a conflict or whatever. But we're gonna try to get those other sponsors on the geekantics.net for you guys too, so that you guys can. Because uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to do too much with the apparel and cause a fight, you know. So, um, but what we're really here for, guys, we're not gonna get into that anymore. But what we are really here for is the Sunday dose. Now, um, I've been trying to kind of not change the talk show because I want people to be real. I want people to be raw. I want people to say what they want to say without any like, oh, you can't say that here. You could say anything you want to. Now, if you're Druna, you can only say dicks once every 10 minutes. That's fine. You know, that's cool. But, you, you know, not all the time. Um, but, you know, I want people to be, you know, just raw and say what they want to say in, in any any topic that we talk about. So what I'm doing and what we're doing here on the Sunday Dose is basically it's an open it's an open roundtable discussion, open forum um, for whatever topics we're talking about. So if we if we're we're talking about topics and, and, and having some good discussions and you guys don't haven't heard your favorite topic yet, let us know. Please let us know. You guys can voicemail. Send us a voicemail through because we'll get it through the Geeky Antics voicemail hotline, uh, 206-415-4987. Or you guys can send us a piece of mail, mail at geekyantics.net. If you want to put OB1X2 at geekyantics.net, it's fine. Um, and, but we'll get that mail and we'll respond or talk about those topics and then invite you along. So, But getting right into it, it's an age-old topic that we talk about all the time. And we are going to add a third party to this, but we're going to do it. I want everybody in chat, and even people that are listening on the podcast too. You guys go listen, listen, listen. Go choose. Tell me. And 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 um, ear TSD. <laughs> Sorry, I got a message on on Teamspeak, um, or on Skype, or anyway. Um, but I want to know, Yogi, Brandon. Side boob, under boob, or cleavage? No. Oh, we skipped this last time. Yeah, but I, I, that's why. We skipped it last time, man. I think uh, Brandon should go. I, I don't think we've gotten his perspective yet. No, we haven't. Thanks, Ilo, on that. <laughs> You're taking what up? Stay, staying silent on that topic. Oh, well, that's no fun. Okay, well... It, I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, well... Um, I'm still going to say cleavage, just because that's... Hey, really? I, really, nothing. I mean, none of it. You know, just topless is what I would choose, really. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think that's it. That shouldn't be part of the question. I think it's about what creates the most magic... Yeah, well, for me to see them, to see them bosoms and 
see just the top half of them and re- think about, man, what's your nipple look like? But we're not going to get into that. I'm an underboot guy, you know. <laughs> if you, if, Dragon look, just joined the channel, animated. and now that's all I'm talking about is what's that nipple look like. <laughs> look, look up anim- animated GIFs, or GIFs if you mm-hmm. prefer. Mm-hmm. And then when you see the ones that are under boob, and then there's a little bounce or slow removal of articles of clothing, like the little tease, and then it stops, like, oh, no, go a little higher. <laughs> yeah. It's magical. Okay, so that. So so you're going to still pick under boob then? Yeah. I mean, cleavage is good IRL, but, you know. Any boob is good boob, says BFT. Oh, Except yeah. for a hairy man boob and shaggy granny boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty. Yeah. Dragon, what about you, man? What kind of what kind of uh, what are you choosing in this uh, topic? I need an adult. <laughs> Wait, you are the adult, though. Uh. Just saying, like you're you're the adult of the group. Oh Lord, please don't give me that responsibility. All right, I'll I'll be the dad today. Okay, I'll be the adult. This shit's funny as hell. If I'm the adult, we're in trouble. So I can do. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll give we'll so, give we'll give for love to kill. We'll give we'll give you you you'll be the adult today. So what is the topic exactly? Because I, I kind of came in on the rear end of si- that. Side. <laughs> Side side of it. Side Jesus. <laughs> side side boob versus under boob versus cleavage. Your choice, sir. Oh. Yeah, I like going right down the mountain, man. Cleavage then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just cause it it it, it show it you're like you're like every time you see because you could there all boobs are the same. We all agree on that, okay? I understand that. But when a woman has that perfect shirt on and her boobs are big enough or she pushes them up enough to where they're just, I mean, any further down, she'd be showing freaking silver dollar, you know? She'd be showing half nipple, which just you wonder what wonders are under there. <laughs> Plus, it, um, I think in a scientific way, it actually resembles um, the bottom <laughs> yeah, from behind kind of aspect. That's why mm. uh, men are attracted to it. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. We're moving on to the next topic because I just got a weird visual that I don't want in my Oh, head. I thought you got to then And then you think of your Aunt Mildred's boobs. Dude, okay, stop. I ask, <laughs> I'm asking you very, very nicely. What's her name? At, at what? Aunt, no, it's it's a name he made up, but he knows what I'm doing. He knows what it, I'm thinking about. Mildred? Why I want to change freaking con- topics right now? <laughs> That's such a bad name. Aunt, 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 Mildred. Aunt Ingrid. Mildred. Oh, Mildred. Okay, that's so bad. I think it's Mildred. I'm like, ooh, what's that? Ingrid. The Spartan oh, Show. What's up, dude? Ingrid meets Mil- Mildred. <laughs> Ingrid are. meets Mildred. Meets Mary Poppins. So I mean, whatever. Um, tonight, guys, on this show, 
uh, topics that we're going to just said this a little few minutes earlier, but uh, we're going to talk more about the competitive scene and what it takes to actually get there. And, and then we're going to kind of rotate right into what's going on right now in the, um, in the blizzard scene with the road to BlizzCon. So lots of tournaments going on and are soon going on with lots of games that we talk about here at geeky antics all the time. We played one last night for gang night. I know it was kind of choppy, and I, I know why I did that, because I had some stuff in the background running, and I was recording the whole stream, so, yeah. You guys got to remind me, ask me if I'm recording ever again. But let's get right into it. Competitive scene. Now, two weeks ago, or last show, we, we, we talked a little bit about uh, the competitive scene of like some of the fighting games, the FPSs, RTSs. Um, we kind of left off right around the 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 sports. Um, you know what what sports games are really competitive, and the only one that I've I've actually physically like searched for and found was just FIFA. Now, does anybody have anything to say about FIFA on the competitive side? I wish Porky was here. I wish Porky was here, really. Uh, I think for streaming purposes, you have a huge audience, that's for Mm -hmm. sure. I streamed the football manager like a couple of times, and I had like 40 people come in in the first hour. Like, what the hell? I'm just freaking going through numbers and recruiting people. Right. (laughs) There's a huge audience for, I'm sorry, not soccer, football. Football goal! Football Americana. So, so Brandon, what what did you say? You said FIFA rules? Yes, I love FIFA games. All right, start talking. Um, well, I, I've never seen them really as competitive, but like, I always enjoyed playing them with friends and stuff like that because it is competitive when with other players, mm. but seeing it as like like three or four people playing it or just one versus one at competitive scale. That's like playing Mario. Um, it's one of those things, but I've never seen how they can get that competitive because it's 1v1 compared to like other games where there's whole teams. Right. Well, I, I kind of like it to where um, with what that I've been, cause I've been following it because there's a streamer that, uh, He's, I think he's part of the stream team on 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 the gang, but he he plays uh, FIFA all the time. So like, and and even with the Xbox 360, I have FIFA. Um, I think it's 14 um, that I play still, just because I I enjoy soccer uh, or or football or, or European football or whatever. Um, but I enjoy that kind of game, and I enjoy sports games as a whole anyway. So, like, that kind of said, I would love to, like, when I get, of course, when I get my Xbox One, I'm going to have sports games all the time. That's what I'm going to be playing. So, eventually, you're going to see me play it. But is it really a big, like, like, does anybody, like, literally, does anybody know of, like, any tournaments that are going on? When are, you know, are there worlds? Are there anything like that? Uh, you know, I kind of, don't think there really is i mean there might be but that kind of game scene to me seems very like 
the casual gamer, you know, mm-hmm. just like the the actual people that do enjoy sports real in real life might sit down on the weekend and play that game. It's a casual casual gamers kind of setup in mm-hmm. my mind and wouldn't necessarily be implemented in tournament play. Uh, as I, I mean, that's what I feel because I don't, I don't really think you know hardcore gamers would be playing sports games. You know, I think they would be playing stuff that's more competitive and different. And I think the competitive side of FIFA is more uh, centralized in Europe anyway. Um, the official game of uh, FIFA is the official game of the World Cyber Games, uh, which uh, started in I believe two thousand one. Um, in 03, FIFA Tournament also held the first event uh, of uh, CPL Europe, which is, you know, they're, they're starting to, I think they're starting to grow a little bit to where it's starting to get a little bit known. Of course, it's huge in, in Germany because, you know, Germany's, Germany's, Germany's like England with when it comes to actual uh, soccer clubs or uh, football clubs that are, because there's so many. Um, I was watching Sports Center yesterday, and the amount of teams they would just jump from city to city in Germany on a, like a, a map on TV, and they would just jump for the different teams that were, you know, that were playing. They were all in Germany, so I'm, I think it could be something that could grow, but they've got a lot of work to do. And well, I kind of doubt that it will work, grow personally, mm-hmm. because just like BFT's point, I was kind of thinking on that same. Um, line is that it's it's more real life since it's real you know there's no real need to make a, a digital version of it very competitive and actually a competitive league for everybody to play when you see more games that are not as realistic something that you wouldn't actually do in real life uh, you know in real life like counter-strike mm-hmm. it, it's a game that you can't play that game in real life i mean you could but well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, well, when I move no to the respawn. West Coast, when I move to the West Coast, I'm going to start getting airsoft guns and we're going to make a we're going to make a we're going to make some sort to where we can actually have a real life CS:GO game. Ooh. I'm I'm do I'm telling you right now, we got to we got to draw it up. We got to pick a map and actually try to get it as close to scale as possible and and have a CS:GO game. I'm telling you. And again, just that will be guys. fun. That will be fun, dude. I'm sorry. That will be fun. Check your corners, guys. Check your corners. Yes. He's he's at Xbox. He's at Xbox. <laughs> exactly. And you're yelling. Ah. <laughs> but uh but anyway, um like like I anybody have anything else to say about uh the the FIFA topic? Uh or you even know, just I, sports I... sports in in sports game what sports games do you think should be a competitive side to it my counterpoint is that i think that there are folks that are into sports for different reasons other than the physical athleticism or maybe they're good at sports but they'd rather just play the video game because they don't have the time to commit to the sport like i love basketball i'm pretty damn good at it but i'm i have no freaking dreams of becoming an nba player you know, I'm pretty good at football, too, but I'm not going to be a football player either, you know, because I'm too lazy to bother getting to, into shape. <laughs> Hell, I'd love to be one of their freaking bench warmers and make 300000 a year. I know, right? Yeah, that's not a bad deal. But, you know, uh, I, I think there's people – I think there's a huge opportunity. I, the thing is, the people driving most of the sports games, at least on the consoles, it's, you know, the main company behind it is EA. 
And EA really hasn't been as involved in esports when you compare them to other people, other big players like Activision, right. perhaps, or Riot, you know, League of Legends. Um, and I can't really think of anything that EA is really doing to move e, uh, esports along. I, I, it almost feels like that's not really a big thing for them because they just make all their money from pushing out, you know, annualized games and, and tons of crap DLC and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. Barely They're, updated games, you know, all we upgraded from last year's model. Oh, it looks the freaking same. Yep, yep. It's like, you have to buy the new version each year, even though there's not really anything different. In fact, we actually took away some features you liked. Like, what? And right. so, yeah, and actually, I posted a link in uh, on the FIFA forums, on the official forums on EASports.com, and, and it seems like there's a desperate outcry for stuff. Um, there's people, you know, doing local, smaller-scale tournaments, uh, cash tournaments and whatnot, but I think on a grand scale where you see where you're gonna see EA involved, I don't think it's gonna happen. Which is a shame because, like, as much as you know, we all hate EA because they they're greedy. You know, I I, I would love to just Don try. Gate. Oh, Don Gate! Oh, no, don't bring that up. Let's not open up that wound again. Ah, oh, damn it! I already did. But. You know, like NHL games. Like I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I, I, I'll be damned if I if I've ever played an NHL game that I don't enjoy it to some extent because <laughs> it's just something about it. It's just a different kind of experience, you know. Right. Um. The, the, those and the NHL games have been fun since the Genesis, and I hell the NES games, uh, the the the, the skating games, ice ice hockey games on there uh, was the big one. Uh, Blades of Steel. That was. Mm-hmm. That was a really good game. So, like, I think there's always been a huge interest in sports games, and it's you know, sports carried the original Xbox, and then right. it, it diversified its offerings. The, the the audience is there, the interest is there, and it just seems like such a natural segue into you know, from real life sports to esports. I don't see, I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. I think people feel think that, but they're not, so they're not willing to take the risk. Right. Um. I don't have anything to say after that. That's good. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but the okay now the next the next part and 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 I'm gonna let Brennan talk a lot. Okay, guys, just yeah. let you know because he's been waiting for almost a month for this segment right here. Multiplayer online battle arenas, or formerly known as Moba. MOBAs. Okay, guys. Now we you've heard <clears throat> that we bash the shit out of MOBAs all the time. But guess Why? what? We all play huh? it. No, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen to me. We bash the shit out of one MOBA. We bash the shit out of League of Legends. I bash <laughs> the shit out of all of them except for Hearthstone. Or for uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, okay, just because... That's like the crappiest one of them all. Sorry. Fuck <gasps> you. Um, yes, it is. Oh my god. Dude, I- I'm sorry. I'm-, I'm still true to my Heroes of New Worth MOBA days. You know, when there's just... actually professional players and it actually meant something. Right. Well, okay. We're not. We're not. <laughs> gonna, is, we're not gonna. We're not gonna get on that. We're not. Hobbit's pretty interesting. I like the, my favorite thing about Han. I'm just gonna throw this out there: is the arcade style like champion select screen. I always love that. We're gonna, oh, get, yeah. we're gonna get to Han in a minute, guys. First game: okay. Dota and Dota Two. Any takers? <laughs> yeah. Well, Do you want to get me started? <laughs> well, it's well, very you got you got like <laughs> you got like ten minutes max on. Actually, <laughs> you don't. But yeah, go uh, ahead, Yoko. I, I, Dota is the you could say it's an original. That's debatable, mm-hmm. but it's the it's the first that really coined the term MOBA. We could say that. 
like the first to really popularize popularize that. It's the reason Warcraft Three is still going. Right. It's, well, it's the reason Warcraft Three is one of my favorite games of all time. And, yeah, and you talk about that a lot. But for those that don't exactly know what Dota is, let me. I'm going to read you a little something here. Dota, the Dota franchise began began as a fan made Warcraft Three mod named the Defense of the Ancients Dota A. Released in 2003, a popularity of original mod, uh, both in casual and competitive play, encouraged Valve Corp to create a standalone sequel, Dota 2. So that's what you guys see a lot of yeah. right now. On um, you know, of course, the Dota 2 tournaments are there's oh, still a crap ton of them. Um, but together with uh, the two games, the most most popular esport games played professionally still. This, that's with Counter-Strike, that's with League of Legends going crazy. Dota 2 is still the the most played eSport game professionally. Oh Just yeah, saying. definitely. Um, I mean, they, yeah. they, what, they've hosted the actual largest mm-hmm. pot, you know, money pot around for a tournament with like a, a $2 million pot, that, first place being like $1.2 million or that something That was like until that. last year when, when, uh, when Riot broke it. When they, oh, right. the, when they had right. the when they had the $3 million dollar pot. Million. Yeah. Oh wow, three nice. Million. Yep. So it was uh first place got like 3 million dollars. It was crazy. Um but uh Yeah, I did lost it. Go ahead, yo. Now, Dota 2, they were very faithful in preserving the things that made uh Dota so popular almost to a fault. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they kept a lot of the technical aspects that I think hold MOBAs back, like last hitting and uh, a big, a huge focus on CS. Some people find that fun. If, you ha- if you're OCD and you need to have something to do every second, millisecond of the game, right. then it's great. But I think last hitting and CS was always my least favorite part. It's like, all right, got to get that last hit, got to get my farm. But it, while, while trying to farm, you also got to create attention to enemy movement on, on your side you have to look at the mini map you have to communicate it's a lot of shit to do at once and it's you know it's like i want to just focus on the micro not the macro right you know well and 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 for a lot of people my opinion on this is it's good to know how to last hit like know when to hit those minions and to to move yourself around for that because even like like you said and several occasions anyway when we were playing hots if you have one of those heroes like i played uh, quite a few of them last night where i was playing zero toll but i was doing a full damage build so i had my marks up so i had to get those last hits off those minions to build my stacks so it's good to know when or how to last hit yeah but the effects of last hitting i think is too how do i say it I think they emphasize a little bit too much on it. To like, oh my god, you have to have 700 farm by the time you're 25 minutes. And I know that's a crazy number, but you have to have this much Not farm. Really. And, you know, well, sometimes, uh, well, especially Dota, you can rank, rump up that hard. But um, just with like League of Legends, where they say, you know, 10 minute mark, you want to have at least 100. Was it 100 CS? Yes, it's 100 CS. It's 10, 10 per minute. Uh, because each wave has 12 minions. Therefore, yep. by around 30 minutes, you should have around 300 farm, what most professional players don't even get. So, yeah. so the grind is hard. It, it really yeah. is. So, I mean, and, and, and while you're trying to last hit these, then you got to deal with the other team hitting you. And then if you push too hard, you have the other team's minions hitting you. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors in trying to last hit something. 
I mean, with that can actually throw people off, and that's why, no offense to any League of Legends players, but that's why so many people in League of Legends are terrible and have bad attitudes and don't know how to fix it because they don't want to learn. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have that bronze shit league. No offense okay. to anybody that's you in said, bronze. You said, you said you weren't talking. I mean, you weren't let me talk about law on this. Go, go ahead. It's, go ahead. It's all you. We, we both we both know that I'm a League of Legends player, and there's a lot of people out here who are going to agree with you and disagree with you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with any with any um like game like this where you have to get CS and you aiming for farm, you aren't have to. And these are mobile like these are meant to be intensive on your mind as well. They're not easy. Right. I don't know. I don't know any player who can't who just can jump in and play these type of games. Dota two. League of Legends or Hearthstone, mm-hmm. because if you just jump in and you play against somebody, you're going to you're not going to be blast hitting some minions, and you're not going to are going to be focusing and getting ki- trying to get kills. Either one's going to fail. See, the thing is with most people like you, Obi, I know you like Counter Counter Strike, mm-hmm. so you want to just go for the straight for a kill. You don't want to do all the other prep work to get strong and be able to destroy everyone. Yeah, but that's what yeah, I'm doing now with practicing. So, like, if you think about it, and Dragon can contest to this, I've started at Silver 1, and I'm MG2 now. So, I'm getting better. But to, to, to kind of make a point to what you were just saying, with with the, the, the Dota 2 and the League of Legends, you know, um, that's why those games have taken steps to actually make a... a um, a training program or, you know, to teach people how to learn, you know, how tutorial. to actually play the game. A tutor- yeah, tutorial. Now, if those said people go off and say, screw this, I don't need this damn tutorial, it's boring. That's on them. Yeah. Okay, because the first thing I did, even Heroes of the Storm, and I played League of Legends, I well, I tried to play Dota, but, um, you know, I played that game for such a long time, so I knew how to do a lot of the things that I needed to do, but as soon as I got in there, in there, if I wouldn't have ter- played the tutorial, I'd be one of those people that are like, oh, you guys are fucking terrible, and I'm not even playing right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. if you take the time to do the training for that game, you're going to be better uh, just out front and not be such a dickhead. That's why the Heroes of the Storm doesn't have a lot of freaking trolls, well, yet. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go to here's the storm real quick. Or okay, do you want me let's to finish. On, or, let's finish Dota, Dota two real quick. Yogi, what else you gonna say on Dota two, man? So yeah, it's probably the least accessible mm-hmm. uh, MOBA because it's such a high barrier to entry due to the technical aspects. Now, granted, if you play in um, with against bots or you play in uh, unranked queue, uh-huh. then it's, it's not. It's actually, it's actually it's actually less caustic than League of Legends. I've it's, that's been my experience. But it's one of those games that, unlike riding a bike, yeah, you know, you don't quite forget how to learn the bike, but you might be quite rusty, rusty until you kind of give it a few spins, you know. So that's kind of how Dota is. If you don't stick with it, your skills do fall off because uh, mm-hmm. you got to understand the timings of different animations, and you kind of have to have uh, some main heroes that you play. Because the thing about the game, I love their model. They're not as greedy as Riot with all the freaking monetization they do across the board. Right. You know, all everything's open from the beginning, so you can try whatever you want. On the flip side, it's overwhelming because you don't know how to start. You know, they have filters. You know, what kind of you know uh, character you're looking to play? Do you want to do damage? Do you want to be tanky? Do you want to be you know this kind of role? 
a support or a tank, or whatever. You know, they have all these different options, so you can filter through it. So that helps you, but it's still there's a lot of freaking characters, and they're still adding new ones from the original game. I don't right. think they've started making new new characters yet. They're still like drawing from the original Dota All Stars. Well, not the original, but the the last like iterations of uh, Dota All Stars, and that's a huge, huge roster. Um, but in terms of variety in that game, th- that's one thing it has in spades. It's just the there's loot drops. It's it's a true free to play game. You can put money into it, but it's constant like loot drops. Like almost every match you play, you get loot drops and you see you know, cosmetic items and all kinds of little neat little things. You know, it's it's it's, it's a very sticky game. The, the thing is, you know, you're you're spending on average thirty minutes to forty five minutes a match. You know, maybe if you're lucky, maybe it'll be twenty minutes. But most matches are at least a half hour. So you know, it's a lot. It, it takes a little bit of commitment. I think League of Legends has a little faster pace. Because that's so much, oh. quite as much focus on the farm. I have to disagree yeah. with you on that League of Legends part because I, if you're a decent player, if you're okay, if you're playing ranked in League of Legends. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've played hour-long matches. My longest match in League of Legends was super competitive. It was like an hour and a half. But I'm saying yeah, average. <laughs> wow, you guys are. I, I, you guys I've are had like two if, to three-hour matches in Heroes and Newer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you guys are having freaking hour long games have the match. <laughs> now in League of Legends, then you just suck. Okay, well, okay. Just saying. With ranked, they make a lot less mistakes. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm platinum. I'm platinum too. They make a lot less mistakes when I'm playing ranked than they do in bronze. So whenever they do make a mistake, it's not as often. It's like if you're going to any okay, if you go to any any place, any any of these games. Longer the uh, longer longer the game goes, longer the death ratio. Uh, longer like how long the person is going to stay dead. That's why if it does last like around thirty to forty minutes, if somebody dies, the game's like almost instantly over. But if it's if they're professionals playing and they know not to die or take any risks, the game will last around fifty minutes because they won't don't want to get caught out and then trying to make mistakes not make any mistakes in any of these games. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It's about making mistakes and weighing your risk. I mean, you know, you do have to risk in order to put yourself out there to possibly get kills and win, but at the same time, you know, if you have two teams that are very defensive and they're not going to play hard, you know, play hard and take risks, they're not going to have a quick game. I mean, it's the person who takes the, ki- uh, takes the kills, gets the ganks, gets the farm, stops the farm from you know the other team that really gives them an advantage so that they can keep that and win a game and also with their hero selection too that makes it really difficult in a professional game because both teams probably have always have great character selections and they know what to do and they know how to prevent ganks they know how to do ganks but you got to think about it five people versus five people doing the same thing and if they're not making any mistakes, and nobody's losing, real quick. See, well, that's where yeah. like all these games have the early games, like where you have to be winning in the early games. But like with any well, with any game, there's uh, with any of these mobas, they're being particular. Even with Dota, they're they're not as much, not as popular as in League, but they're shot callers. And usually, the shot callers are making most of the bigger risks, while the rest of the team play a little bit safer. So there's usually one player who is taking a risk, but they're not. The rest of the players are still trying to be safe and not 
get caught out as well. Yeah, I think another thing too uh, with Dota with Dota too is that or this, Dota is always to me has always felt like it's more of a race to who gets the the, the early funds. How whether you give it better farm or you get an early kill, and then that's and then you take it, you you get to that point where you snowball because some of the item builds you could do on heroes even still now to this day after they rebalance it, it still can break a character so bad. Like perma stuns and all kinds of broken things that are just rough. So, uh, or being, or being, or making your your character. I remember there was there's there's been a bunch of builds for the Phantom Assassin that made right. made her almost uh, untouchable by physical attacks. We're start so. we're starting to get off topic now, guys. We're talking about competitive scene in in Dota two. Yeah, let's so talk about Dota two. The competitive scene of it, like the teams, the. Well, that feeds into the competitive. I think that's an important part. I mean, right? Understanding the the the, the dynamics of that thing is more important than knowing the teams. Because the teams are going to constantly change, but the thing of the dynamics of that thing is what's interesting. Right. Definitely. You know, because we. Le- well, I was my, my my point basically was just simply this: that with Dota two is more of a, a battle of economy. It's, it mm-hmm. plays more like an RTS, right? With uh. With League, League of Legends, it's, it's more a battle of, of micro, I feel like. It comes out to those slightly better pixel shots with your, you know, skill shots, you mm-hmm. know, or better juking, you know. Uh, it's be- more about the micro. It's more like an action. So I can see why, why Riot refuses to call it a MOBA and they call it an arts. It's an action RTS. I'm like, okay, I get it. It is a little more action heavy, but it's still a huge bit of, of, of farm in there, too. Well, and they're trying to, you know. Speaking of league, we'll just we'll kind of go right into it. But with with League of Legends, in, in my eyes, all right. Now, and, and I'm I watch the competitive scene, and we'll get into the other stuff here in a second. But the competitive side of League of Legends, the one thing that I can say is, my God, is this thing just freaking growing almost out of control? It is going huge. I mean, just. Just for the the you know you know European you know team fanatic from Europe, um, uh, defeated uh, teams from uh, Europe, of course USA to win like fifty grand, um, and then you know of the, of one of the big tournaments. Now they're going to Worlds, and it's just oh my god, just so much that okay. what I said. May I? Yes, you may say this. Okay, I'm gonna say okay with the competitive. Competitive scene. Um, I think this is one of the most biggest competitive scenes there is because if you look at it, if you look at Riot Games, there is Brazil, there is Korea, there is Germany, there is like EU. Sorry, what well, would be all of like that area? Right. NA, Brazil. There, this industry Riot has created is bigger than any other competitive scene for games. They have surpassed anyone else they put so much money into this into their servers into all the stuff they do and how they like have grown so fastly is because every single every time i see a riot stream or anything like that it is put on youtube it's put on vods it's put on every single thing so people will see it they're not wasting any time or money they're putting themselves out there 100% and they don't care. Right. They want to take their, they don't, and they want to take a risk. And that's how they got so big in the beginning. In season, in the first, in the beta, 
they were doing this in the beta, on beta. Uh, what was his name? Reggie from TSM's owner and CLG's owner. They were doing like small competitions in California and transfers from that were riot ticket from them and then they grew it to maximum proportions. Oh yeah, and I, 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 you, you'll hear me kind of, you know, and I'll tell you real quick. I'm kind of modeling what I want to do uh, to a certain point with my 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 gaming stuff with uh, with what Reginald's done, or um, you know, he was because he he basically started out with the team. He 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 was one of the biggest innovators and creators of, and I'm not going to say creators of Riot, but inspiration. Uh, basically, Riot took you know with everything that they got from them and 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 brought it to that global scene. Now it used to be, and I, I think they still have the streams up and everything. But it used to be like the the Korean league would have their own stream, and then then the you know whatever. But now everything is under Riot. So like Riot, they're they're just growing so much to where they now they have the Korean leagues, they have the Brazilian leagues under a Riot. They might it might be Riot Games Six or something. If they're all going on, but I mean, then it's in their language, and you know, then of course, then they have the American streams, which is just uh, you can watch any riot, any League of Legends game in the world and have English, and that's yeah. that's where it's starting to get like I know you know Counter Strike does the same thing with you know what they because they have so many European players, but I mean, it's getting big, it's getting really big. Well, I think that's like the like the big market point. Mm-hmm. Every single game they have, even if it's Korean, they have it for English. Any English player wants to watch it. And the thing is, like, right? Okay, I'm not going to go on the scene right now. Okay, all these teams, all what I think there's three, nine, and three. So there is twelve teams going to Worlds, and they they start October third, I believe. Mm-hmm. And all these teams, they went. They took the first, second, and third from each region to play. Now the thing is, with each of these regions, they're going to have to play their hardest. But the thing <coughs> is, everyone says like Korea is the best team. Like I'm gonna go into that and say Korea's Korea has the best teams. A lot of them say that because, like, a lot of these Korean players are actually really good. Like, there's... Okay, then we switch over to your... Uh, from EU, there's Bergson for TSM, and then there's Phoenix. There is Fi- uh, Fire... What's his name? I think it's Fire. There are other players who are just as good as these Korean players, but everyone thinks Korean has it already in the back. What's well, because it's because what's well, because NA any every any time they get to 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 show anything that they have on a world championship level that they fall on their face. Every True. single I mean think about it I I know TSM has won championships and they've won worlds, um, but I I understand that but it that's why and it's the same thing that's happening within we'll talk about it in a minute but the Counter Strike scene. Uh, the European teams don't respect the NA teams. Now, with League of Legends, the NA teams have come over and said, all right, now you guys are going to talk shit, now we're going to take the money and go back home. Like, they've actually said something and and showed that they can actually compete at these events. 
That was MSI, I believe, that what you're talking about, correct? Yes. Okay, was it CLG who won that or C9? But uh, it wasn't TSM. CLG. Okay, CLG won. I, I can't remember what team it was. It was like five months ago. Well, I'm talking. Yeah. About, I'm talking about the last major that the 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 <clears throat> the last the last major that the um that was League of Legends TSM just won. I'm pretty last, sure. Okay. No, the okay. The summer split was won by CLG, mm-hmm. and then the spring split was won by TSM, and yes. then MSI was won by CLG, and those are the NA teams. Well, in my, in, I'm, I'm thinking of the spring split. Then that's fine. All right, I know exactly. Where I'm well, no, I, I I keep up with I keep up with mm-hmm. the streams because they they're interesting. But uh, now we go into the competitive inside the game. This game stats. Um, it was the same as the Dota and all of them. It's a constant farming and having the CS mm-hmm. to get ahead. And as I said, my complaint. I'm gonna explain something. The first 20 minutes is called early game. And this is where teams usually have to get ahead or the game is going to take forever. And for League, you have to get... That means dragons. That means whatever they can get. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Oh. It's, I was going to say that's it. Okay, well, we'll, we'll in, in, I've done this before. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe even do a segment to where we talk about just the... the um, the 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 gameplay what needs to happen at what time in League of Legends and and definitely you'll be invited. Um, but moving on to the next game now, this is a game that we played uh, that we that some of us still do play quite a bit. Um, but Smite, I know Yogi's probably got some stuff to say about Smite. <laughs> yeah. Very innovative. As he clears his throat. <clears> throat. I, don't, I don't know. I'm gonna wait for everybody to go first. Dragon? Oh, you know, like I said, they're very innovative with the whole over the, sh- uh, like the actual over the shoulder mm-hmm. instead of the bird's eye view of MOBA gameplay. Uh, and they, you know, they do a lot of the things where it does make it where it's not so much about creep kill as it is more about uh, getting player kills that make the game really um, kind of defer from the standard MOBA setup, which I, I like Smite, but. I'm still, my heart still kind of lays with the Han setting, and no other MOBA can replace it, personally. But I've played quite a bit of Smite. TSC, the clan that I'm in, Tactical Strike Score, Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of people that are, you know, level 30 players and play it, you know, daily and love the game. Uh, I mean, it's a fun game, definitely, and it's definitely a very nice innovation, especially now that they've also come out with it for console, where they seem to seamlessly make it where you can actually play a MOBA with a controller, which is pretty awesome. And, um, and for you guys that are really thinking, and I'll let you keep just a second, Dragon, for, for you guys that are in the gang or that want to be a part of the gang, TSC is one of those groups that you can join them too. And, 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 and if you guys want to play those kind of games and play with a group of people that are solid. So I just want to let that known. I know we, we've talked about it in the past with myself and then tsc so you guys want to go over there they're they're it's a group of guys are they'll 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 kill you they're all funny as hell so go ahead drag Uh, i mean that kind of really uh, that kind of brings me up on their point i mean smite Mm -hmm. is kind of a really nice game it's innovative and you know 
it, it is free to play, kind of like, and it, they follow the League of Legends uh, standpoint, which I don't know if it was true, but I thought they were a branch off of it. Just a lot different design as far as how the graphics and everything looks. Um, the gameplay, I mean, it, it, it is fun, and it does keep to a lot of the standard um, standard lineup of a MOBA, three lanes, uh, and creeps, ganking, jungle, you know, everything with that. If but, you play Conquest. Yes, if you play Conquest, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they do have other game modes and, like and, Arena, Jousting, and all that great stuff too, and just, just to kind of keep it lively. Right, and just to say, Hi res Studios, if you guys are listening to the podcast, he did not mean... You were a part of of Riot. He's sorry. I'll apologize for him. Um, <laughs> but that being said, uh, um, the prize pool is pretty, like the last tournament that come out, well, of 2014 anyway. I'm sorry, 2015, $2.6 million prize pool. Wow. I mean, that's freaking huge. Um, and it was all raised to the community, guys. That's the one thing that, that I, I really agree with how Smite is doing. Yeah, I love the older over the shoulder view, all that other stuff, but how Smite is actually kind of branding themselves as a a true community game. Like the community has donated, like I said, two point six two point six million dollars for a prize pool for the for the first, you know, uh, world championships with Smite. So, I mean, oh my God, that's huge. And it just came yeah. out a couple years ago, guys. Yeah. I mean, good God. I was God. actually in the beta testing, and that's kind of where so I, we're, I get we were too. misconception of it being similar to uh, LOL. I mean, when it first came out, a lot of the base model of Smite did seem a lot like League, uh, League's a legend. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as far as Hi-Rez being affiliated, uh, no, I mean... Hi-Rez is a great company, and what they've created is definitely innovated in the MOBA scene. Besides, anyone that says that will have to just shoot themselves because, you know, Lau stole the formula from Dota, so there you go. <laughs> and, and, and then Han, no, Han stole it from Dota. Dota just recreated Han 2.0 uh, with Dota 2. Uh, and I think League of Legends was kind of a, a all-French MOBA with their own little setup and GUI or interface, and then Smite kind of took a similar setup of League of Legends is what it feels like to me when I was in the beta testing personally. and But Smite just kind of went from the whole bird's-eye view to the over-the-shoulder with a lot better graphics and everything. I think more than that, too, the, 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 I think all the gods uh, play very, have very unique mechanics. Uh, there's some similarities. There's always going to be some kind of similarities, obviously, because there's only so many different kind of abilities you can make without breaking the gameplay experience. You right. know? Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like uh, it's one of the MOBAs that has some of the most unique characters. Because League of Legends, when it first started out, everything was pretty much a carbon copy of Dota as far as the characters. They, they finally started, you know, I would say maybe starting around Season 2, 3-ish, they started finally making some unique heroes. But in the beginning, it was like, oh, Ash, she's like that elf archer. Remember from that game? Yeah, <laughs> but she's not her. <laughs> But um, but like I was saying earlier, with the two point six million dollar prize pool, um, I mean the first the first tournament was won by none other than a North American team, Cognitive Prime, which is now Cloud Nine G two A. They took first place in earnings of one point three million dollars. I mean, come that's on. chump change. 
One, kidding. one point there, <laughs> right there. That's first place prize money right there for Smite. That's been less out less than three, less than two years. Yeah, no I Smite. Mean, uh, High Res Studios, I love them. They've supported you know our, us individually on our Twitter mm-hmm. accounts and the network. You know, they've been really, really just responsive to the game community as a whole. I love that company, and it doesn't hurt that they're local to me. So, like, I just like seeing. They're they're not being greedy. You can tell they really love gaming. They make it's a project born out of love. You know their 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 virtual economy is great. I mean they're practically giving the game away in every step of the way, and because of that, it's growing rapidly and going to the console. And now they're on now they're on Steam, mm-hmm. which we forgot to mention earlier this week. Oh, are they? They are. Yeah, they're on Steam now. Dang, they're tapping into the moves. Yeah, they are busting out the moves, you know, because Riot, you know, I, I know it's not like I'm bashing on Riot, but Riot's very, like, Facebook-ish in their ways. It's like everything's uh, close economy, you know, it's everything's them, is them, 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 them. But Smite's more about, let's get everybody involved in this, you know. I can shoot them an email right now and say, hey, you know, we got, we got some people that want to write reviews that are part of our network, but they have their own sites. Like, can you throw us some, some, some codes for uh, Ultimate God Pack? They'll probably be like, sure, here you go, have 10. You know, mm-hmm. and try doing that with Riot. You're like, um, show us, send us some of your analytics, and we'll see. You know Let's what? We never it. heard of you, so no. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do the God Pack or Smite. Come on, let's do it. All five of us have to play. <laughs> I actually do have the God Packs. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, now, the now we have a couple more games left. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um. The next game is Heroes of the Storm. Um, <laughs> In the famous words of Happy, I'm done. <laughs> you quit. Um, Heroes of the Storm, guys. Um, now, there's people that don't like this game. There's people that love this game. There's people that are kind of in between. Uh, there's good people. There's bad people. Um, let's just keep going. Heroes of the Storm, guys, was developed by Blizzard, of course. <laughs> Blizzard, yay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, they're, they're trying to kind of, and what I got out of this is they're trying to actually kind of push their way into the eSport competitive scene via Heroes of the Storm. Now, with the, uh, here recently... <laughs> My penis is shiny, says Doc Row Games. Um, but uh, <laughs> it kind of threw me off, didn't it? Um, <laughs> the uh, the collegiate finals of the the Hot uh, Heroes of the Dorm. I mean, they were. It was even bro- it was broadcasted on ESPN too. So I mean, holy crap! So I mean, they're actually making strides to get their game. And from what has gone, and this is my opinion, you guys can go in a second. From what I've seen. Over the several months or a year or two that since it's been coming out in beta and all that alpha and all that other jazz, is the game is growing, just not like some others. But I think they've because they've got that that uh, that specific way of playing, um, to where it's not the over shoulder view. It's more like the 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 um, bird's eye. The bird's eye to where. Um, you know, where, you know, the farm doesn't matter, but it's all, it's, it's an objective based game. So like, if people would understand that alone, like it doesn't matter, it's all objectives. 
Well, what's that mean? You gotta kill shit. You gotta, you know, f- do your lane for a few minutes, see where people go, and then once your lane pushes, go back and get that that jungle creep that's gonna go back into your lane and fight with you. You know, go go gank mid or go do something. And of course, comps. I mean, there's the gear is not necessarily in a, a factor in in Heroes of the Storm. It's not, um, but it's how you 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 talent yourself out throughout the game. I can have a super bursty build if I'm on zero tall, or I can have a tankier, you know, uh, I poke build if I really want to do it with zero tall and do lots of damage, but be able to get out. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you can range tanks. You know, um, I play a lot of tanks myself, and some of it's fun unless you don't have people to back you up. But that's just like any other game. I mean, yes. Heroes of the Storm, not Heroes of the Storm, Smite, I know you can do it in Smite because I've seen it done. League of Legends, I've seen people get freaking aces. Um, You know, Dota 2, you can do a 1v5 and win if you do it right. Heroes of the Storm, there's no way you can do a 1v5. I mean, you're... That's what I disagree with. Like, even if you get fed so much, like, if you get, like... Five to ten kills, and like their team has no kills, and you go up against them with spot when like they had no kills, and you're one v five, you can't kill them. That's kind of like weird because like I think yeah. if you get like so but many it's... kills, you should be able to out out damage them, not to be yeah. But e- even though you've secured the kill, you really don't get anything. It's a team game, team yeah. team economy. So I always basically the, concept the carries. The too. only thing that if 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 the 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 top lane is getting just destroyed every time and it's only two people yes it's going to say takedowns for them have they have that many but as long as you you hit them one time or just just whatever you get a takedown too cuz you're part of the kill so like it's 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 not all about kills and deaths and all that shit cuz a guy that's 0 and 20 which if you're not taking part of any kills and you died 20 times they're probably five or six levels ahead of you. That way they can kill you faster. But it's nothing about... The only thing that's going to help somebody kill each other, somebody quicker is if the team is, say, level 12 and the other team is still level 9. Well, the other the team that's level 12 has their alt. They have, you know, they have two of their abilities that's one point stronger. They're just... They're going to they're gonna own. But it's a, it's ultimately Heroes of the Storm was made and and still being done with the team minded game and and I mean the the team game in mind. I fucking yeah. said that wrong. And, and, and that's one thing that you know. Even though I'm not taking anything away from the professional teams and people that and even people on the more amateur circuits that have coordinated team mm-hmm. efforts, but Dota Two and League of Legends especially is more about the carry. And it's like every time I talk to any friend that gets into like the esports scenes for MOBAs, they know a lot of the teams. But then when I when I, they talk about the teams, they talk about one or two players, and it's always the same one or two players because those are the people that carry the team, you know. And it's kind of like the the headlines you watch in esports is so and so player went to this team or so and so player is retired. What are they gonna do? And it shouldn't be like that. It should be like. This team is trying some new plays out, and it's really working out for them. They're they're coming out with new team strategies. There's, there's a lot of great teamwork here. Their, yeah. their, their teamwork is better than last year. You don't really hear those conversations, and that pisses me off because it shouldn't be about 
one or two standout players. You yeah. know, I, I hate Kobe Bryant types. That pissed me off. Right, but then at the same time, a great player is only as great as his supports. Oh, I agree. So, and a, and a great if, player. No, hear me out. Hear me out. All right, go ahead. Bjergsen, and I'm going to use it in your terms, Bren. Bjergsen, All right. he is only a great player. Who's their jungler now? Uh, Santorin. He's only a great player when Santorin and him can be on the same page. Really. Yeah. Because with the, the caliber of players that they play against, any, too many mistakes, you're going down and you're going down hard. It, it, he's only a great player if 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 Dyrus up top lane can hold his lane or even destroy his lane. He's only a tie. He's only a good player as long as that dual lane on the bottom, or if they did a lane swap, if they're getting that tower down quick to be able to push Dragon, uh, they're getting right. ready for that or doing whatever. It, yes, Bjergsen has some epic plays, and I'm not gonna lie. I've seen that dudes do some shit that I've I've tried, and there's no way I, my fingers are even fast enough to do those. <laughs> and I got a freaking multi-button mouse, but it's it's oh, you you're know using your mouse, and that's why you're messing up in a MOBA. No, I don't use my mouse in MOBA. Um, <clears throat> uh, okay, but, I was um, about to say, like, okay, I'm gonna make a point on top of you. Okay? Uh huh. Go ahead. Um, but I'm gonna it's against Yogi totally. Okay, <laughs> and competitive. Gameplay as of MOBAs. If you're looking at these games as League of Legends ranked, where they're so far superior than the rest of our uh, than the rest of us, because no way any of us are going to get to Challenger Two where these people are at. The most I will probably get to in my life is probably Diamond One or Diamond Two. I mean, we probably but, could, but would you want to put in the time that it takes for that? That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I put in a couple hours a day was playing games, but the thing is, yeah, but they put in like eight to ten hours a day every right. day because it's yeah. not their yeah, job. It's, yeah, it's their job. They get paid for it. We don't. But I'm gonna say their team is even they're called AD carries support, uh, AP carry or mid mid carry top lane tank usually, and then and then. Ace, a support. Uh, then the jungler is usually like a fighter. The thing is, we, we don't. We that's how we used to be. This like okay, what's well, League of Legends? Towards Smite. I'm gonna look at both of these. Or here's the storm. Any of these. If you choose any of them, each of the rules are cho- You can choose before you even get into the map. You get to choose who you want to play. Mm-hmm. So there's. This amount of counterplay is is so complex, and we can't go about, over this. We're talking episode. about like roles on the field. I'm talking about the the reality of the carrying thing, because that's the common complaint well, here. And, Dota and he, players and LoL players when they go to hear the storms, like I hate that I can't carry my team. It's like that's a good thing. That means you need to learn how to rally your team and work as a team. But if you what? think about this, hear hear me out. If you think about this from the standpoint of trying to eliminate the carry in a competitive scene and when I say competitive scene I'm talking about pros for League of Legends there's really nobody that you know there are people that can get fed like uh, I've seen again I've Bjergsen 
um, high uh, when he's when they're on a roll and they're on you know a bursty champion like you know Katarina or something like that. They're they're, they're just destroying or just getting last hits to get the kill to start snowballing. Yes, there are that, but in that high of a scene, there really is no carry. It's all team play. That's so basically, so basically, what Riot or what Blizzard has done with Heroes of the Storm is take that all that bullshit of team of carrying somebody out of the game and saying it's team play, guys. It's objective based. When you complete the objectives, your lanes are gonna be pushed. You know, when you, if you if you get the the, the boss on, on Heroes of the Storm, that boss is probably going to go through a couple towers before it dies because unless they're all five their people are on it, and then you could push other lanes. I mean, there's always a strategy to any game, especially the competitive side, to any game that we talk about because of the high caliber of play. They're not going to make those stupid mistakes to where somebody's just going to flat out dominate you. I've seen games where the scoreline was one team had four kills, the other team had two kills. That's it. I've seen scorelines okay. until 30 minutes where it was 0-0. Zero, zero. First Blood hadn't been popped yet. So, okay. I was going to say, like, me and Obi jumped into a game right now, and we played on a custom game on, let's say, League of Legends, Smite, and we went through each of these games. Smite, Hero of the Storm, and we did 1v1 custom game. Mm-hmm. And... The thing is, I'm, a, I'm aiming this towards Yogi and anyone he, here who's a MOBA fan. The thing is, the outplay is not all about who is the best, the best player. It's about other variables like what you don't, what people don't really realize is what's, that's what makes a good player. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna fight Obi when I have no minions and he has a lot of minions. But that's what like a lot of new players will do, and that's what like most players who are playing ranked make mistakes, right. they will fight, will fight against the minion wave or will kill them. Instead of fighting with the minion wave, will help kill their opponent. The thing right. is, people never think about those things and low low calibers. Right. Like, and the higher caliber, people always realize that and they all use it to their advantage. So if you're playing Heroes of the Storm, I'm not going to fight you when I have no waves or no turrets right next behind me, if I have one behind me, I'm gonna feel a little bit more comfortable to play against you. Well, and, and like and, you gotta you gotta think about it too this way, with even if you weren't, even if we were the same level in every game, we've had the same amount of experience in every game. The more that you play a game, the more you're gonna find out about the game. You know how exactly is max range of your 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 ash arrow for your multi shot? How much damage does a it does a one auto attack do to that person? So if I burst him down and I need to have that thirteen damage, but my auto attack only does twelve. You know these guys that are pros and that that actually play this game a lot, and I'm sure you could probably do it if you really tried. But they know all these numbers. They know the, all the different variables, like which paths to take for what, because it's all a, a what? It's all a team strategy. You know, it, so I mean, what I'm saying and what we're all saying is, is yes, there are those, those freaking drop dead best players in the world, and that's what teams go for. But at the end of the day, a person that's subpar that just does his stuff right that needs to do can still beat the guy that's the best in the world because mistakes are made. We're all human. I mean, yeah. 
see the thing is like with you playing with you playing CSGO, you trained, you trained, you trained, you've gotten better. That's what any okay, I'm gonna say this for anyone who's listening. You always have to train to get better than what you're at. There is no hey, I'm just going to get into a game with Yogi and he's gonna carry me to Diamond Two or everywhere in CSGO, he's gonna carry me to the highest thing in CSGO. There is none of that. You got like people need to realize that they have to get there on their own, and that means they have to practice and train to get there. The game is more or less about uh, you know uh, some games are or see so you say most games are about the what you can do personally, how good you are at you know maybe blast hitting minions or how good you are at you know watching pings so you guys you know people can collapse at certain areas or just whatever to make kills or to get objectives down each 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 game has its 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 ups and its downs no matter what um like like dragon's going to talk about here in a second with 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 han that's it, a game i've never played before but i love to watch it just because it's just it's it's fascinating it's a, it's another competitive game Speaking of Han, Dragon? Yeah. Uh, Talk about it. Well, okay, I mean, I will, but I, I kind of want to make up on a point that, like, Yogi was talking about. What, what, it sounded like you guys were talking more about the game aspect. He was talking about the popularity of the celebrities of the mm-hmm. game. But to kind of counter your thought on that, Yogi, real quick, is they do it in real-life sports, you know, there's always the players that are going to look be looked at the most and not seen as for the team. And unfortunately, that's that's with anything competitive. There's always the person or people that are going to shine out in front of the audience, but they're not really going to realize all the back-end stuff, all the behind-the-scenes work that the people that might play um, a support class, that actually what they do to help that carry shine, you know? Right. Oh, agreed. But it's also yeah. the difference here yeah. is that these games are made that way by design. Like League of Legends is made by design to accentuate individual performance over mm-hmm. team performance. Whereas Heroes of the Storm takes away almost every stat that makes an individual feel better and ma- and brings the focus to the team efforts. That's the difference. And it's sure, there's still going to be standout players, gonna, every, no matter where you go. And any field of entertainment is always going to be the rock stars. And there's going to be the people that don't get enough cre- credit. Like, how many drummers do people know from bands, you know, compared to the vocalists? It's true. Uh, it it's sad. It depends on uh, which bands we're talking about. Because if we're talking about Slipknot, I mean, you know, well, the realistically, kicker in the freaking I mean, world, you know, a thousand per minute, I think it was. You're you're gonna you're gonna notice you're gonna basically well before he died you're gonna notice them you're gonna notice M shadows before you're gonna notice the rev because sure. of just what it is you're gonna notice the the lead singer you're gonna notice the lead or the the best person or the person that's put up front just because Bjergsen is the front man doesn't mean he's the best on the team I'm sorry some of the shit that Dyrus does is freaking epic as shit. Some of the shit that Turtle used to do, Elimination, they used to do a freaking some crazy Elimination, that's other team. Um, but some of the shit that Turtle used to do as an ADC is freaking crazy. X-Special's, X-Special's on CLG now, isn't he? No, X-Special was on TSM. That's what I think you're talking about. But no, I would, yeah, I know I'm, th- I'm just a different team. But, uh, you know, just there are those standout players, but it just depends on where they're actually put in the company because it's, it's all, all right. a company. 
you know, hey, Bjergsen, you're our midman. You're, you know, we brought you over from Europe. You're going to be our front man. So, of course, Bjergsen's always going to stand right there in the middle with his arms crossed looking at the camera like he's got to poop every <laughs> single time. And then everybody else is pieing off of him, making a big V, you know, with you got Dyrus and then the other support, they're in the back and kind of at the end, kind of not on the spotlight. But they know it's a team game. But let's get away All from right. that. Dragon, you got about uh, six minutes for Han. For Han, well, yep. besides the fact that it's dead, pretty much. Dead. Are they making a new the, one? Uh, no, they tried to make a new game, but I, I, when I looked at it, it looked atrocious, personally. I can't even remember the name of it. I, I almost think that they were about to give up on it because it, it really didn't... It didn't reach out to the community in a very positive manner. Like, they gave up on Han, which was a great game, to go for this new game, which everybody looked at it and said, this is going to be fucking terrible. Excuse my French. But when Han was in it, when it, when Han was in its prime and it was a good game, I mean, even though it took a lot of original Dota's heroes and, you know, of course it's a MOBA, you can't, you have to copy the aspect of the three lane jungle whatnot. Han was still a lot better graphically and was updating regularly. It was a really good game. Then it got dosed and everybody hated it. And then it was so good. <laughs> yeah, they got attacked real bad. Their servers were down for almost a month. Right. But, I mean, it, it was just, just kind of... I feel like Heroes of New Earth was a, a stepping stone for Dota 2. When it, Dota 2 came out, all the pros kind of left that Heroes of New Earth stage and went to um, went to Dota 2. They, they, they left Han and went to Dota 2 because it, Dota already had a huge community and it, that's why it's kind of as big as it was when it came out and why you had ridiculous tournaments and stuff. Um... I mean, there's so much I could talk about Han, but I don't know. I mean, where to start? Well, okay, well, here's, here's like, the competitive scene of Han when it was viable, or when it was up, or alive, or not dead, or, you know, whatever you want to choose. Right. What, what, what was the, like, <clears throat> compared to the other MOBAs that we've been bullshitting about for the last 30 minutes... What what are what is it compared to them? As in, like, is it because I've never played it before? So is it does it where you got to kill minions? Do you have to? Is oh, it absolutely. strictly PvP? Is it? I mean, what what what's what's the whole thing about? Dota two had a really uh, neat mechanic, which uh, Dota and Heroes of New Earth had a very neat mechanic, which all of the MOBAs that I've played do not have, which is a deny feature, which is really cool because. Not only say you know most of them is accentuates the creep kill, but they also had the function of denying your own creep to give the other player less experience, no gold for that kill, and eliminate them from the other player from getting farmed. So not only if you timed it right, could you get their creep kill, get your creep kill on their creep, then you could also turn around and deny your creep from them getting the kill. Which then puts you further ahead. And, you know, you could do that with any hero, mm -hmm. with any player, and made um, made the game really interesting and more competitive even from the start. 
Um, kind of like you were mentioning earlier about how the pros understand the numbers of everything, mm-hmm. for instance. Right. I don't think it's so much numbers as it's more feel. At least in my personal experience, it was one of those things that, well, I know that I've gotten a, a creep lead on this person and I've gotten to my level 6 ulti. I can t- and they're still level 5. If I go right now with this timing, I'll take that person out. I don't need to know the numbers to know that. I know I should be able to do that to another, say, intelligence hero, if I'm an intelligence hero. But if, say, I'm going against a strength hero, well, I'm going to have to beat them down over time until mm-hmm. I can at least burst them down. But that's that's um, things you learn as you're going, like I was saying. Right. You know, and those guys have... Like it's more of a feel thing than it is like a numbers thing, because the numbers are crazy. Because when you look at Heroes of New Earth and the numbers aspect, there's so many different things that... Uh, go into it like magic resist normal defense uh physical attacks magical attacks uh what skills uh bypass certain things what skills are considered superior magic or superior physical which bypass any kind of protection to that you know there's there's a lot of aspects that you know make the whole number crunching mm-hmm. uh, you know something for a mathematician to figure out not a regular player <laughs> Right. Well, and like I said, it was, it's just something that these these guys they play so many. You know, we've already said they play. You know, you're looking at ten ten to twelve hours a day with all the little things that they have to do with you know maybe endorsements or you know sponsors. They have to make sure they do this this fan signing or just whatever because they're in the public eye. So they're right. not they're not just like you know all I do is sit at my computer and play games all day. They do that a lot. But the rest of their day is filled with other shit that they also have to do to appease sponsorships, to appease the team. Because right. if really, if the owner, if the owner of CLG uh, or the owner of TSM goes and says, "Dyrus, you gotta do this thing," and he goes, "Fuck you, dude." Uh, well, I guess we're finding a new top lane. You know, I mean, they all yep. have contractual obligations that they that they need to fulfill. But at the same time, they are they are they're people just like us. So, right. they're just gifted people. Yeah, it sometimes seems like mm-hmm. some some people actually just have a gift for games, right. where they can play certain games to certain links. You know, Kenny S with his amazing op shots, or Chu with his great, awesome um, pandemonium, or uh, wretched hag and Han. Uh, one of, one of my favorite top league players was Chu. There was also Angry Testy. That guy is great. Well, and you think about people that like play that people like that play World of Warcraft every yep. day, all day, and that's their stream. But then, like like Hotted eighty nine, he plays yep. the hell out of Counter Strike, and he's freaking legendary eagle or some shit. I mean, he's good at that right. game too. Um, he did get carried, of course, but um. You know, little things like you know, Bajira plays League of Legends, and he's pretty good. <laughs> he's, yep. he's, you know, I don't know what he is because I don't watch his stream very much anymore. But they, you know, they just have the gift of gaming. But mm-hmm. now there, there are other games that we do want to address because they're the either either they might be big in Europe or they're just starting out. Um. The uh, a, a game that we are that I've played before, and I know there's a few people that's probably played it, but uh, World of Tanks. Um, 
World of Tanks to me, yes, I'm 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 kind of glad at it. Actually, that kind of a game is actually in a competitive scene. Um, but the the World of Tanks basically was released 2010. Um, since 2012, they've been just just heavily investing everything they have, damn near, into the esports scene. Um, they're really, from what I can remember. Um, they're, they're actually really, really big, uh, in, of course, like Russia and, 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 and Northern Europe. Um, what do you guys, are you guys, uh, do you guys play World of Tanks at all or, or anything like that? Even the War Thunders tanks? I've been playing it again on console. It's good as a palate cleanser. I don't know if I can get into mm-hmm. it. I feel like, uh, again, if you want to be competitive in it, it's like one of those things where you have to, uh, invest the time. What's, but if you just want a casual experience, you can just jump right into it, no problem. Right. Well, and and that's kind of what I had when I was playing when I was playing lots of War Thunder. Um, that you know I got burned out of it, and then basically things changed so drastically that if I were to get on that game, I'd have to do a freaking huge for one, do a huge update. Two, realize that all my planes are f- fucked up because they changed some kind of specking thing to where everything got reset um, oh yeah you know then i gotta do this and hey what good planes are good now you know a, a big b-52 bomber would be you know uh it's kind of crappy when you're in open area and you got some fighters behind you but now it could be cool and i'm not gonna play that because i remember it being crappy so um <laughs> little i mean world of tanks i played it one time it just wasn't one of those games for me, I guess. World of Tanks on the com- on the PC is one of those. It's very competitive, but when you're playing it on the Xbox or console, it's not very competitive. But you have to invest a lot of time into it. Right. Yeah. Um. Now the 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 next thing, uh, or next game. Wow, next thing. Um, I do want to say is um. The it's a couple Blizzard games, World of Warcraft. Anybody? Anybody play that still? <laughs> yeah, I got to like level thirty nine and said, "F this grind, I can't stand it." Yeah, I like watching you guys play. Oh, what was that, Brennan? So that's like playing RuneScape. That's like that grind is so annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> RuneScape. Ah, oh, good times. Well, is it updated that game? Isn't uh, WoW down to like two million subscribers? Now? Uh they they just they just went down to under three uh three million. Um, but they had peaked at twenty five, right? Twenty five million. They need to come out with. They WoW had peaked at like seventeen. Now. Well, I think like, that's what they. If basically this last expansion that comes out, if it doesn't boost something, um, because it's Legion, then the last expansion, uh, next year. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to get it just to see where it goes. Um, so we'll be, we'll, and we're going to be streaming some while lately, but shut your mouth. Um, the thing is, WoW isn't dying off, quote unquote, because it's a bad game or it's gotten worse. It's simply because there's so many MMOs. Well, there's so many MMOs that are free. Right. I mean... I don't. I just. I. I love the Warcraft universe. As Hashtag you know. the Secret World. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Blizzard fanboy, uh-huh. but it's like I could play Neverwinter. 
Uh, right. I could play Elder Scrolls Online, pay once, and never have to pay again. That's true. Yeah, except they were originally going to go, or they were originally subscription based, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, I'm not paying monthly for this yeah. piece of shit." Yeah, right. they would have. They would have. If Elder Scrolls came out subscription based, uh, it, it would have died off right away. But as a pay once and then you know, free, then it's free thereof. It's great. It's fantastic for that. Subscription. If it was subscription based, I'd be like, hell no. Well, but I like watching WoW competitive play. Like I've, I've seen, I think you played some some threes, didn't you, Obi? I think I saw you doing some threes before. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting back into that here shortly. Um, yeah, okay. I actually have a friend in real life that has like a two thousand or twenty one hundred rank uh, in three v three compet with his Death Knight. So I mean, yeah, and I've watched some crazy, you know, PvP with that. WoW has got some crazy PvP and. I mean, if they if they were to come out with a new game with a very similar structure, with better graphics and you know more content, I think WoW would just boost crazily. Well, like got, WoW 2.0. They got things in the works, but um, yeah, they're the, not gonna give up on the that. The World of Warcraft. Now, I just want to go over this real quick because I know there's not a lot of people that uh, like this kind of thing, apparently. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, road road to BlizzCon, guys. Uh, you guys know every year Blizz uh, Blizzard puts on a convention called BlizzCon, and it's usually the first weekend in November. And um, the road to BlizzCon has started. It, it started here, uh, I believe, oh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, it's been it's been going on all year, but uh, officially and broadcasted, it started a couple weeks ago. And I do believe that Hearthstone. Is it Hearthstone that was last week? Yes, Hearthstone was last week. Yes, Hearthstone was last week, and I don't have. Why don't I have anything up on that? That's awesome. I'm a terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible host. Yes, August twenty second um, was the. Actually, it was two weeks ago. But uh, the 40, 40, best, 40 of the best players in North America will battle online uh, online qualifier tournament to decide who will travel. Um, the the winner. Okay, maybe not. Anyway, the 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 four, last forty players will be competing in another tournament October tenth and eleventh to decide for the America's Championship. So, um, you guys, uh, I'll put this link in uh, into chat for you guys, so you guys can actually look at it at your own discretion. Because uh, I want to keep this going fairly quickly. Um, World of Warcraft had their 3v3 tournament uh, arena today for the Americas. And um, I, I couldn't watch the last match because uh, I fell asleep. But anyway, um, we do know that uh, that was uh, completed today. And the winner... Here, let me... I'll actually find it real quick. Uh, F.E.? Who's F.E.? F.E. Anyway, while I try to attempt to, to find this, I'm going to try to keep talking. Um, but the uh, the uh, there are three teams that are already going to BlizzCon. I'll get those here in a second. The last game that is going to be coming up here this next week, starting on Saturday, is the America's Championship event, 19th and 20 of September in Las Vegas. There's a hundred k up for grabs prize pool, um, and all the information. Um, and this is guys, you can still get tickets for this if you guys want to. But it is the Heroes of the Storm 
uh, tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of grinned. There's a Heroes of the Storm tournament. Um, like I said, it's in Vegas. Check that link out, guys, if you guys are interested in going. But it's going to be the top three uh, are going to be going to blizzcon as well so um and that's the worlds uh, so they're gonna have some huge event at blizzcon to where we got almost every single game that blizzard has minus diablo 3 is going to be competitive in a competitive scene so really excited about that i will be getting blizzcon i believe um and if i get permission i will be streaming it 20 the the, the whole two days so like my personal stream won't be on but we will be streaming blizzcon if I if if I can get the permission to do it, so we yes yes um oh shite somebody talk about something funny I want to something funny muffin button <laughs> uh putting peanut butter in a pet's mouth I, I, well you know yeah wait maybe minute. what. what? Peanut butter, not anything else. I don't know what you guys are yeah, thinking about. Yeah, okay, okay, Yogi. Just the we, peanut we butter, nothing else. We understand. We know you how you apply the peanut butter to get in the freaking perv, Yogi <laughs> Zilla. This has been a strange uh, rise, uh, for lack of a better word, in like accounts of people putting peanut butter under select parts and uh, offering them to their pets. I've heard that on a few podcasts and uh, streams recently. What? I won't mention who. Uh, what the? But I'm like, uh, okay, well. Wait, wait. That's wrong. <laughs> Hold on. No, well, Druna's not. You look up on the internet, so dude. Please, Yogi, please. you're you're scaring the shit out of me, dude. Tell you the truth, right now. I'm just, I'm... I'm just passing a law. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's that's what I, that's the word in the street. There's people doing that, and I—I I mean, I guess it's not animal abuse if the animal is enjoying it. I mean, wow, really. wow! <laughs> There's a special place down below for you. You're going to hell, son. Just for him. Watch, it's going to be the next. Uh, and the, and the there's going to be a minotaur Second's there, cage. and it's going to have its way with you. And you guys it's say it's uh, it's all right as long as you enjoy it, Yogi. Don't Uh-oh. don't don't crucify me because in like ten <laughs> years, and there's gonna be a bunch of pe- people like putting on animal suits and like pass Bill two four five to allow legal marriage between animal and human partners. It's gonna happen, but I think okay. toasters might come first. Okay. What I man, I'm just trying to find the freaking teams that. that hey, I, Obi left the floor open, I, so I just came up with some random shit. I did, and I I'm thinking now that it's probably a bad idea. Actually, uh, I got I, I got a relevant topic. Some, I got a relevant topic. Bad idea. I I was just gonna quote some DBZ abridged, you know, what? like why do you always gotta kick me in the balls? I mean, why? Damn. Um. Why are? <laughs> <laughs> what What's your relevant topic, Yogi? Well, you get, we mentioned earlier how like the NA teams are not taken seriously. People always assume the Korean teams would be uh-huh. better, at least in League of Legends, and it, that applies to a lot of games, especially in uh, RTSs are, are like that too. Uh, Starcraft, oh, it's always the Korean team. Like, see a Korean team, like, yep, they're gonna win. American team, like, eh, whatever. And I think a, a big part of that, and, and I wonder what you guys think. And you know, and this applies to the chat, and everybody on uh, on the uh, actual podcast with us. But uh, you know, I wonder if it's a cult- cultural thing, because 
you know, I think American teams have lots of raw talent and and just as much potential as anyone else. But, you know, I, I love America. I'm I'm pretty patriotic. You know, I'm down here in the in the heart of the, of the of the country. You know, in the South. You know, <laughs> where we still think the Civil War is going on, apparently. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 with that said, I feel like uh, a big part of it is our work ethic sucks. There's a lot of entitled Americans that kind of feel like, you know, I'll work to a point. But if it gets too hard, you know, you know, then I get to it. Or it's like uh, a lot of like, like a lot, if you look at athletes, professional sports, you know, traditional sports, a lot of athletes are into the fame and fortune. But when it comes to like the actual work ethic, not so much. You know, that's why they get in trouble all the time because they just want the hose and the and the and the make it rain and all that stuff, right? But mm-hmm. then when it's like showing up to practice on time or putting in the effort on the field, it's like, why are we paying you fifty million dollars a year? To drop a bunch of passes, it's like it's a like, I get all the bitches, <laughs> you know. I, I, I think that's, that's the I think it's a it's a cultural thing. But anyway, that's my rant right there. Guys, let me know what you think. Well, you know, like you were saying, Yogi, about the whole uh, cultural thing. I think that's where the actual biggest part of it comes from. Is because in 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 a as far as gaming goes, it is not as developed as other countries. Like, I know Obi has talked about it before on multiple occasions about how he wants to make a gaming house. Well, China, Korea, Europe, they've all had these for years now. I mean, they have actually established gaming houses for multiple certain type of games from MOBA to first person shooter to MMO to FPS or yeah no no RTS excuse me you know these things have been there for so long they think America's a joke because America is a joke America's been doing it for 10 years now Korea's been doing it for 1520. I mean, you know, since StarCraft 1 and, you know, since Counter-Strike 1.6 and WoW when it first came out. I mean, they've been doing these things for so long, it makes it seem like America is a joke because, well, they ain't been doing it for long at all. I mean, they've just kind of, I mean, people are trying to now see that it is actually a something that you can make a business out of in America. And they've known this in other countries for the longest time. For instance, uh, I watched a documentary documentary about uh, Dota 2 and in China specifically, where we as people would see, you know, Cam Newton as a big thing coming to say, hey, or whoever, you know, or, <laughs> or whatever, you know, some famous football, baseball, basketball. Of all the people you pick, Cam Newton? Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm from North Carolina, and I am a Carolina Panthers fan, so bump it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying Cam nah, Newton's good, but I was yeah. wondering, he must have been one of your fantasy football uh, pickups uh, last last year. That's when I was his breakout year, right? Last, <laughs> last season? Oh, no, he, he, he did terrible last year. <laughs> but no, nonetheless. Um, Fantasy-wise, he did it. <laughs> See, but see, in other countries like China, for instance, which was which was one that they picked up, is like their, you know, their uh, what do you call it? Um, I can't even. Wow, I'm drawing a huge blank. It's a big athletic event between the countries where they, you know, actually do play sports and gymnastics, and you know, wow, 
Why? Olympics. why? Olympics? Thank you. I don't know why that slipped my mind. That's a <laughs> that crucial point. Sometimes. But yes, in the Olympics, you know, their pro players in the Olympics are seen by the pro, pro gaming players as idols. Like the pro, like the pro team on League of Legends, you know, them coming in to see a soccer team before their game is like big shit. It's like more mm. impressive to see your uh, League of Legends or Evil Geniuses or TSM coming in to say, guys, go kick ass, go kick America's ass in soccer. Then, you know, and vice versa, where it would be like, oh, well, Cam Newton came by to say hey to Cloud9 and cheer them up. You know, that's, 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 I think that goes into a whole different aspect of it. I think that's more, as a nation, I think we're pretty divided, sadly. There's, we have so much inner fighting and turmoil oh, God, over yes. petty crap, you know? And, and like, other worlds have more of a sense of patriotism, like, whereas they don't care how you're representing the country so long as you're representing them. They get, oh, you're kicking ass in this video game? I don't care about the video game, but you're kicking ass. Keep doing it, you know? Right. Would you ever, like, you know, but the day we see a president acknowledge an esports victory, like, oh, the United States took number one in this esports worldwide event, that's a, a proud moment for our nation. Yeah, that, we're still far away from that. It'll happen one day, but uh, maybe. Not, maybe not within our lifetime. I know they've already actually, I know a recent back, I heard it on the radio where there was a big news where it was like ESPN2, I think it was. You know, maybe not the primary ESPN, but ESPN2 actually did on uh, Sunday or it might have been Saturday or Sunday, but it was on the weekend where they actually did a two-hour segment of esports and this is you know kind of one of those things that you know it's building in the american culture Mm -hmm. but it's not quite there yet and and it's growing a lot faster than you know you might think i think it might be something that we'll see in our lifetime where you know we might actually have uh people look at it as a world sport like esports in a more serious way in the american culture like it does in other cultures um, but what I, I kind of meant was that, you know, in other cultures, they actually see the esports players as the celebrities, while yeah. in American culture, it, you know, our pro football players getting $49 million to throw a football around. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, the, the, that's my own personal pet peeve with that. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> I mean, I love the NFL, um, and I can see why people prefer college sports. It's just college sports so overwhelming to keep up with. I watch right. it here and there, but, you know, the, the, the college players play with more heart, and then the, uh-huh. the pro players, you know, they play a mere fraction of the game half the time, really. Especially in football, it's like you're only fielded for so long. The plays are really short. You're spending most time, you know, huddled up or on the bench, really, if you think about it. How much time are you actually on the field as opposed to, like, soccer, you know? See, I, uh, that's right. the one thing I've always hated about, like, and like all those other sports besides soccer is you spend so much time either on the bench or in between, in between actually when they're actually playing because, like, in soccer, it's constantly, there is yeah. no pauses. And yeah. The only time there's a pause in soccer is that someone gets a ball to the face or they get injured. There is yep. no other breaks. The clock never stops mean. running, though. Yeah, and right. it's not even just physically draining. It's mentally draining. And I think, you know, uh, esports players go through the same thing because how many times do you have breaks in, in, you know, most popular esports games, you mm-hmm. know? Especially All in right. a MOBA. It's like 
It just keep going, and then you. I mean, they they do have pauses just for emergency's sake, uh, and they they do have it where that you can pause, but typically, it, you don't see it one too often. game is nonstop. You're playing. Yeah. Your 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 stamina has to make it through that game. You know. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go um, with um. As I say, this like for esports, they have this thing where like if it's a technology problem during one of these competitions, they can take a pause. And they can look at their equipment, check out their equipment, and have necessary restart their computer. But if they're there that day and their computer is effed up, they have to use the effed up computer yeah. to finish that to finish those matches. Unless they brought it back up, but then even if they brought it back up, then they will make them play the rest of the game. That's rough with, with that computer until then. They will change them out during the intermission. Of the two games, I think Obi right. We are forward. we are way over time, guys. Just wanted to let you guys know, uh, but we do want to say big grats to uh, Luminosity for taking first place in a fifty thousand dollar prize over uh, World of War Cats. Um, were the last two in the finals, which the World of War Cats took down uh, thirty thousand. And keep in mind, guys, the last eight teams. Of this tournament for the three v three northern uh, NA regionals, uh, at least took home two thousand dollars. So the last eight teams got something for it, but the top three teams: Luminosity, World of War Cats, and the number three is Carlos Bandidos. Were the last team to get their tickets to BlizzCon. So props to all those teams. Um, and uh, what is it? Why don't everybody start uh, saying your goodbyes real quick, and then uh, we're gonna end the show for tonight oh, I, know. I, thought, I, thought you, I thought you were looking for something while we were stalling for time I just did <laughs> oh, oh is that it. what it was yep. <laughs> say your goodbyes <laughs> well are we going to continue this uh, yes next, next week episode? Well, okay. we're, we're going to talk uh, with next episode guys real quick and I'll let you guys say something uh, next episode we're going to continue talking about the competitive gaming scene Talk a little bit, uh, not what we've been talking about, but a little different aspect of it. Um, and then I will keep you apprised of, uh, of, of all the uh, Road to BlizzCon stuff that's going on, just because I care about it. Uh, everybody else should, too. Just check. Mm. Anyway. No, we, we love Blizzard. I think that's a common thread we have yep. throughout our community. But I, I think uh, since we've had a lot of good feedback and conversation going about cultural barriers... With uh, esports, I think that's a good talking point. Maybe we could talk about uh, why esports isn't given the real treat- sports treatment here in the states. Why and why we're so behind in terms of internet as a whole? Like we're the U.S., we shouldn't be number eight or twelve in anything. We should be like top five. Damn it! Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're number one in believing that angels are real. Does that count? Say your goodbyes, I mean, boys. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just keep your you know, I I I love I, I I believe in God, but I keep my feet grounded. You know, I think it's a balance. You know, I'm not the person that says I'm not gonna take that medicine. God will save me. <laughs> well, God's not gonna save what I'm gonna do to you if you don't say your damn goodbyes. I'm sorry. Oh, you can leave where you want. Can, can we sing the uh, sounds of music? Uh, goodbye. Oh my God, good Dra- Dragon. Where can they find you at? Uh, okay. they can find me. On Steam, besides their mom's house. Dragon. <laughs> um, Night area. Uh, I, I am on Twitch. I uh, just can't remember the name. I think it's Black Dragon still. Um, yeah. 
And I haven't branched out as much as I want to, but yeah, I'm getting there. And uh, make sure you guys check out T TSC as well. That's uh, what's it stand for again? Tactical Strike Corps. Uh, where a gaming clan, community, family is set up. And that's dot com. Uh, uh, it's dot org. There you uh, go, guys. It's tsc.freeform.org is our forum site. Um, mm-hmm. We mostly assemble in Steam uh, and TeamSpeak, uh, but we're a gaming community, uh, kind of just like Geeky Antics, but we're really tight-knit and enjoy people that like structure, uh, like growing not just in gaming, but also in life as well. That's sweet. Yogi? Oh, shut up. You can find me on Google, Makey Edits to Show Notes. You can also find me in Obi's Dreams. Oh, yeah. Sounds kinky. Otherwise, you can not, find me Yogi pretty much everywhere. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. You know, you may find me on the Geeky Antics Facebook fan page and geekyantics.net. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Mm. Xbox Live. Theme. You're going to everywhere. Mm. Holla at your boy, yo. <laughs> holla. Damn, I holla killed the combo quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know how to respond to that. For the love of the kill, where can they find you at, man? You guys can find me on Twitch. Uh, for the love of the kill. It's T-Kill. And then you can find me on Xbox Live. Uh, Xbox Live. Killer Sniper 305. Alright, bye guys. Yeah, later man. Guys, uh my I'm Obi One X two. Of course you can find me at Obi One X two on everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, my Twitch, of course. Um but uh stay tuned guys for the uh, two weeks we're gonna do another show. So um we'll uh <laughs> why don't I I'm so freaking I got tongue tied again. Uh, just like I always do. But, uh, of course, you guys can check us out on YouTube. And, of course, the um, I, I have to do it another way now, so I have to actually do the whole thing. But you guys check us out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash geekyantics, twist.tv forward slash geekyantics as well. If you'd like to see our videos uh, from different shows, you guys can go off and uh, give us some likes, faves, shares, uh, comments, uh, and just show us some love. But here on Geek Antics Network, we have tons of shows that we cover um, every single every single week. So uh, to get any show that you want to listen to or watch yourself, go to geekyantics.net for scheduling. Thursday through Sunday now is our biggest podcasting and streaming days for now. But guys, we are looking for more. We're looking for podcasters, writers, authors, anything you guys want to do on here, we want you to be there. So geekyantics.net. If you guys want to send us a voicemail, you guys can too, 206-415-4987. Or you can send it mail at geekyantics.net or obi1x2 at geekyantics.net. Support our network so we can keep Heather, keep, can you stop? So we can help other streamers, Sorry. podcasters, gamers do their thing, guys. We want to we want to promote everybody. That's what we do. So, guys, again, uh, make sure you guys check out when you guys go to the geekyantics.net. Check out our sponsors page, the podcast page, anything you guys want to. And if you guys want any any kind of gang tips, you guys can go to uh, bitly bit.ly forward slash gang tip. But for now, guys, this is the Sunday Dose. My name is Obi1X2. We'll see you guys here in a couple weeks. Later. Later, later. Bye. Bye. By the way, the sound of music in the song would have been shorter.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.